Oh, hey, didn't see you there. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> that, was, that was good. That was good. Oh, man. I feel very self-conscious. I can't do it. We'll keep it in. We'll keep this in. What? Oh, hey, didn't see you there. Welcome to Secondary Fermentation presented by East Carolina Beer and Brewing featuring the new intro artist. Wow, that was Lauren. <laughs> Lauren attempting the oh hey didn't see there but fail and then we have fail wow Nick who is not ready to attempt an intro after that yeah I was a little premature premature yeah maybe maybe next week maybe next week you got it yeah. well you were kind of put on the spot I guess so yeah you were maybe a little yeah, practice you, it's a little yeah. funny a little pracky yeah a little pracky boy uh, but here we are episode number eight. Really? Who do yeah. we appreciate? It is. Wow. We just uh, wrapped it up last Thursday with Halloweenies, and then we actually had Halloween. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Shortly thereafter. How was your Halloween? It was good. Very I good. mean, I think we, we, we all shared Halloween we festivities did. together. I just wanted your perspective on it. You know, it looked like you were having a bad time. Yeah, no. Just kidding. I'm a stick in the mud. <laughs> stick in the mud. No, but I mean, our listeners I know are dying to know what we dress up as since we kind of held out on them. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. We did. Yeah. On the edge of their seats. Nick's yeah. costume was great. I'm glad that he made us wait for it. It was good to see him roll up in it. I did need more context. Can't believe you didn't realize it. Yeah. So Nick, what were you? Tell the fans. They want to know. I was um, Cousin Eddie from Christmas Vacation, namely the... Uh, scene of him emptying his RV's bathroom receptacle <laughs> into the sewer. Draining so, the gray water. Yeah. Uh, you know, the uh, the trapper hat and the uh, the robe and... Mm-hmm. Dress shoes. Dress shoes and high socks and... Even a prop I had a little cigar. prop cigar, yeah. That was a... Well, a cigarillo, actually. A cigarillo. <laughs> I, it was, that was poor planning on my part. I meant to go to, like, railroad or... Yeah, the... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't make it, so I had to stop at a uh, tobacco mart, which they don't have actual cigars there. It's just tobacco mart. Oh, really? Uh, Swisher Sweets are like black and milds, like the cigarillo type stuff. So nah. had to had to work with what it's a dollar for two. So I mean, oh yeah, economical choice. Yeah, and I just got you know it's always nice to have uh, something just to kind of like chew on as a little like little yeah. snack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just eat the tobacco. Yeah, yeah, I I chose the sausage cheese balls to snack on. And then there were little oh, yeah. uh, cocktail weenies. Yeah, pigs in a blanket. Yes, those they're are good. good. Very yep. tasty. I was craving them the next day. Sorry. Tons of good snacks mm-hmm. and desserts. And I actually, uh, I don't know if I told you guys, I was in the kitchen and I looked at the spread for the first time and I said, Meredith, oh my gosh, like you went all out. And she's like, Tyler told me I had to dial it back. I was going to make a lot more than this. Oh my gosh, I was really? like, where were you going to put there it? Was so much, yeah, there would have been so much food. But that was her dialed back version of catering the the festivities very nice spread yeah it was yeah very cute stuff like decorated cookies and treats and um delicious little uh little mummy pigs in a blanket type deals and yeah um some vegetables you know healthy Mm -hmm. yeah so what did you guys do for your well i mean i know but why don't you tell them what you what you did since you were we attended the same party (laughs) uh we were pilot and stewardess Mm -hmm. you I attempted to grow a mustache for it, but had to fill it in with some eyeliner. It, it worked pretty well, it actually. Really good. I think it was a nice, you know, supplement to the natural bad stash yeah. that's there. You know, it filled, just made it look yeah. a little more robust. 
you really couldn't tell, honestly, unless you get really close and then yeah, look at the you know the skin underneath the, the mustache. And then too, the um, eyeliner is brown, so I kind of think it kind of wasn't too obvious. Yeah, I'm gonna start doing it every day though. I've decided to start you know my makeup routine. I'm gonna put eyeliner in my mustache and yeah, and grow it out. Uh-huh. But I think I think I think our costumes turned out well. They weren't as funny. As, as next, uh, but I think they, they looked very, good. very fun though. Yeah, yeah. They, they looked authentic. <laughs> yeah, you could have gotten away with uh, some some hijinks wearing that probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At the, at the airport, <laughs> go to the airport, sit down, wear that. Oh, I'm sorry. Do I look like a pilot? <laughs> oh, wait, I do. Oh, sir, I gotta get in my plane. <laughs> <laughs> sir, you're drinking. <laughs> sir, <laughs> doesn't matter. Autopilot. <laughs> just a couple of beers for the flight. I mean, just loosens me up for yeah, that. Take you relax. You know, yeah. you don't want to be tense. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to be tense. Pilot Com- school one on one. Completely fine. Yeah. Completely. Oh, yeah. we had a uh, a nice little uh, pony keg of uh, the uh, Hey Chaser Kolsch from Pitt Street yeah. here in Greenville too. That was awesome. Which I will say, we purchased with our trivia winnings. Yep. That's always the sweetest part of of when we do trivia there. If we win, which lately for general trivias, we've not been as fruitful in our victories, but we did come in first place last week. We just in time. Killing oh, it. It was so just good. in time so to, to finish off our, our keg fun. And we got it and we finished the keg too, though. We did. I don't really Not just the three should, of us. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I feel like you should provide a little more context. Yeah. It was just a six stool. It wasn't a half keg. We're, we're good. But yeah, that culture was a good good part i think it was a good choice it was. if it... we had gone with the they only had two options they had that and they had a code of conduct code of conduct hazy oh, IPA. Yeah. that would have been too much i think i mean i would have enjoyed that as well yeah, yeah. i think the colch just lends itself to just crushing though yeah. like an ipa yeah. i think i would have drank a little slower maybe would have had a couple less beers that night but uh yeah probably a good idea so maybe yeah. that would have been <laughs> <laughs> maybe in hindsight though yeah. so maybe that probably but then we probably would have leftover ipa too i mean it's yeah it's always nice when you can kick the keg on the on the first night and just send it right back exactly yeah and it poured really well mm-hmm. all night so yeah that taps worked well oh yeah but now we're in november we are. Yeah, and I we're, still see that mustache growing. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's it's Movember. Luckily, I wear ooh. a mask all day at work, so <laughs> uh, people can't see my horrible mustache that I've got going on. But it's kind of comical. But I'm gonna see, give it the month of November, see how it how it plays out here. So, what does uh, Movember mean? It's mustache November. But do you like do it for a cause? Like, do you donate money at the end if you like stick with it? It's for. Prostate cancer awareness, and some yeah. people do do like fundraiser things with it. Yeah, I actually I had enrolled a year or two ago. Um, essentially, I just have a, a Movember profile, and from there, they that platform allows you to like share it and garner donations from people, and then you know you can update them with like here's the progress of my mustache. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't actually go through with that part of it. I wish I had. I just didn't take the initiative this year. I, I may. I'm still. Kind of on the fence. I'm probably going to do it. I mean... It's November 4th. Yeah. yeah. So... <laughs> did you lose your dates there? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, at this point, it's like, you know, we're a few days in and it's like, well, I mean, I might as well. And I kind of just trimmed mine right before Halloween. It was getting a little bit long and I don't grow a really long mustache as it is and it's very blonde. Yeah, me too. But yours yeah. looks better than mine. When you, wait, yeah, when you had one last year, it looked... That was good. That was insane how long I got last year. 
I don't know if I can even do it again. I think because it covers like a good portion of your lip. Yeah. Joe's, um, there's a little bit missing. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit here and there, you know, just a little in the middle. Gomez. A little thin. Gomez From, Adams. Yes, yeah. that's exactly that's what a, it looks like I was trying to, to pinpoint what I'm going you know. for. Next year. I think it'll fill in though. Because the darkness, I think over time, will it'll start just to... give it a little time, yeah. Let yeah. it fill in. Good From now on, I'll just eyeliner it. <laughs> can I borrow your eyeliner? Yeah, you can have it. It's yours. <laughs> yeah, Every so day, I mean, can you imagine that? I guess uh, you know, November was stemmed from No Shave November, which is just growing a beard. Yeah. Or, well, that's what I had always... Well, I had always heard of No Shave November, and then one of the guys in college was like, oh, I'm going to do Movember. I was like, what's that? But So that's just the... Just the mustache. The mustache version of it. But I'll participate in No Shape November too, guys. Oh yeah. Cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool. You're gonna make a profile. Yep. Get some the donations. upper lip's gonna get fuzzy. Fuzzy. Uh-huh. Yeah, you should I'm sure that's what you meant. Yeah, you get your face waxed <laughs> like every couple of days. <laughs> oh. Every week. Every week. <laughs> Just every week. Every couple of days, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's really it's really brutal. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe we should do the full Full send on November and do the fundraiser. I don't still know who would donate money. Yeah. I guess I could try. I'm also not on a lot of the social medias out there. I could use Instagram, but that's about all I have. Mm-hmm. Or I could just call my mom and ask her nicely to send me a few bucks. <laughs> I mean, if she's listening. It's for prostate cancer awareness, <laughs> mom. Mom. Yeah, still undetermined if she's listened yet. Um, Ooh. We will find out. Well... I gave her that one shout out, I think in the first episode, maybe. And yeah. Never heard a, uh, a remark indicating that she was listening, so. My mom has listened. So we she got at least two moms. We got two too. moms listening. Two moms. My 66% mom of the moms are listening. <laughs> yeah. I like it. My sisters just both tune in pretty often, I we think. We have four listeners. Three include four. our moms. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was just a, kidding. Those are better good than studs. Mine. Kidding. Just getting them stats, you know. That's what we're all about here for. We do it for the stats, really. Yeah, and uh, you know, crush a few beers here and there. Yeah. Speaking of which, you guys thirsty? You guys kind of you, thirsty? You want to crush a beer? Let's do it. Let's get some taster glasses ready, and I'll uh, crack this beer. Let me jangle these glasses a little bit. Ooh. All right, cracker. Ooh. Wow. It's a foamy boy. All right, we avoided catastrophe, but it's very full and foamy. I'll hold this so you can pour. And if you see the old uh, color off the top here, you can tell it's a dark boy. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Let me introduce you to Coconut Trouble from Hopfly. Hopfly. From Rocky Mount, one of our favorite spots. Yeah, Hopfly and Rocky Mount, they are a oh, catch that? Oh. factory for pumping out beers. I oh, mean, yeah, all the every, time. every week they've got like three or four new ones, I feel like, just... Going out in that Rocky Mount Mills area. If you're in North Carolina, Eastern North Carolina, and you've not been to Rocky Mount Mills, the Mills, I would say check it out because they have Hopfly, Koi Pond, Tarboro has one there. There's mm-hmm. the Mythic Brewing. Mythic, yeah, Mythic. Brews out there too. Yeah, there's a bottle then... shop there. There's that pizza place. Oh, that's really tipsy tasty. tomato. Yeah, Tipsy Tomato. They have those tiny homes as tiny well. Homes. And I'd like to go and stay in one of those tiny homes. I'm tiny a bit There's also that bottle shop. Yeah, Goat Island. Goat Island, yeah. yeah. You would be too big for the tiny home? 
Uh, yeah, I, th- I mean, they're tiny homes. I'm, I'm a, not a tiny person. Oh. What is this? A home for ants? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me top you off a bit there. Uh, foam kind of took most of the glass. Yeah, that was a surprising, like, pour there, because it was, like, a huge foamy rush, which, like, you don't really yeah. think of a stout, and then now it looks It's like soda. It's like when you pour it, and it's just, like, very yeah. carbonated foamy, but it, it really is. fast. It looks like a syrupy cola. It, it looks like Dr. Pepper. Docky Peppy. So what it actually is is, um, as you might have guessed, it's a coconut. coconut oh, yeah, you stout. Said that. It's actually a coconut coffee milk stout. Oh, it smells like coconut. Okay. So and it's only uh, you know we'll do we'll do the uh, the guest ABV here shortly. It's only so we gotta know it's low. It's at least thirty <laughs> percent. <laughs> I know. I kind of prefaced. Uh, but he could have been sarcastic. That little. little oh wow, early. that's carbonated. And. A lot lighter on the mouth than I would expect. I agree. You it agree? Is. Do you concur? Yeah, I definitely agree. It's a lot more of a uh, crisp, carbonated mouthfeel than I expected. I mean, it kind of has the mouthfeel of Dr. Pepper, too, honestly. A little thicker, but that carbonation, like the way it fizzes, is very interesting. Because it's very, like, yeah. not thick. <laughs> Some might call that. Thin. <laughs> <laughs> so I say it like that as in a contrast to other stouts or usually well, yeah, more it's heavy not, in my mouth. It's not thick, but it's not thin either. I don't think no, it's thin. It's just that's, like medium that's why body. I didn't it's call not it syrupy. Thin. I said it's not thick. It's not thick. <laughs> um, With two C's. Also, in contrast to Dr. Pepper, there's not 23 flavors in here. No. There's what? More like, Maybe like three or four. Yeah, yeah. What? I mean, at least to my palate, I maybe am just a little bit unrefined, but... Unrefined. Um, yeah, definitely a, a nice bit of that coffee up front. It's kind of drowning out the coconut, which is probably, for me, preferable. I'm not opposed to coconut, but it's not my favorite flavor. You're not nuts for coconuts? I'm not nuts about it. So is this like supposed to be a take on um which one is it mounds that has the coconut or almond joy? With um, the they chocolate, both they both have coconut. Oh, <laughs> almond joy has nuts and mounds don't. Yeah. Oh well, darn. Almond okay. joy, they're like here's coconut with a little joy of almond on top. Because <laughs> you know what can make this. And mounds are like here's freaking mounds of coconut. <laughs> Here's a slab of coconut covered in chocolate. Dark chocolate, I think, too. I actually do love those. I like Mounds better than Almond Joy. I can't confidently say that I've really had them, because I didn't really eat coconut, like coconut, until probably three, four years ago. Um, It was always something that I didn't like the texture of, so then I didn't eat it. Mm. It I don't like chewing on it, because it's it's hard to like break down. Oh, I like the texture of it. Shredded coconut like that. Joe's a bit of a psycho. Yeah, he is. He's strange. Well, I used to eat the, uh, what, the, what are the girls called cookies? The Samoas? Or, oh, yeah. those. Are they called them caramel delights for a while, I think. Yeah, I think it's regionally. So, yeah. like, depending yeah. on where you are. Maybe the Midwest yeah. one from. No, it's pretty good, though. Uh, do you guys get any of the, uh, like, milk or lactose in the in the nose or mouthfeel or taste at all? Mouthfeel, it's smooth, but it, I think it's hard to detect because of the carbonation like pangs it up a little bit you know pang that's a nice word i like what to should use i have I on the nose a pang. on the nose uh-huh for a milk style what should oh I well i mean you it's not like you're gonna smell milk but yeah. it's like it's just got it's got lactose in it which is a non-fermentable yeah. sugar 
Might be a little sweet, but like otherwise, you're mostly yeah, going to taste it or yeah. So basically, it. it's got milk sugar in there, and it makes it a generally a more smooth mouthfeel. That's why they'll put like lactose and IPAs and stuff to lactose milkshake IPA. It's supposed to make it smooth mm. and creamy. My milkshake brings out a voice in the Should have brought a uh, a drink thermometer because they actually give you the recommended drinking temp for this at 50 degrees. 50, which is is what? probably this is probably, probably pretty close. close. Yeah. Um, we could have set the yeah. fridge over there to 50 and just... The kegerators has that little ink bird on it. I could have done, done set that. Yeah, because I, I... Let's see. I, I bought it at Jarvis Street right after work. Um, and uh, that Ooh, was probably a couple say hours ago. Jarvis Street Bottle Shop? Oh, yeah. Um, hit them up and got... Well, I got more than just this one. <laughs> Sorry, I only brought one to share, though. <laughs> Lauren is spitting beer but, out of uh, her nose from oh, that one. Oh, no. <laughs> it was honestly the highlight of my day. I looked forward to it all day because I knew... You know, planning for the podcast, I was like, I need to go get a beer to crack. And uh, Jarvis Street, right by East Carolina University, it's like a five-minute drive. Lars is working, of course. Lars. Always good to see him. We chatted up a little bit. Um, maybe have some fun stuff in the work for you guys in the future, hopefully. Ooh, yeah. Um, like to pick his brain a little bit. Um, but yeah, Jarvis Street had a, uh, well, I guess uh, they, I think it said Tuesdays and Thursdays or Fridays is when they get their shipments in. Um, so I think they had a pretty new selection. I just was trying to be in a hurry to get over here and record. Uh, yeah. But um, managed to get hey, this uh, shit, Coconut Trouble. Um, which is one of the fairly new releases from Hotfly. So, yeah, it's good. Um, I like it. It's yeah, I can see when you said it's only yeah. X amount of ABV. Cause... But wait, did we discuss what it was? No, we haven't yet. You want to make your guess, Lauren? 7.4. Ooh, I'm going to say 5.3. Higher, lower. Six point eight. How much higher? A lot or a little? No, it wasn't much higher. From Ooh. yours. Five point seven. Or what'd you say the first time? Five point three. Oh, sorry, it is a little higher. <laughs> I think I, th- I think I thought you said five point eight. So I kind of uh, six point two percent lower. Six point oh. That's correct. <laughs> oh, jeez. Dang it. Yeah, nice even yes. 6. It's like the one-bite pizza reviews. Um, I never want to go for an even number. I know. It's hard to... You would never it's a rookie, go rookie way. ABV. Yeah. What do you Come on, I'll fly. <laughs> we need another tenth numbers, of a percent. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's interesting because, I mean, the Hay Tracer Kolsch is uh, what percentage? I think that was like 6.1. Yeah. That was 6.1. That's interesting because I feel like this is would still be higher than that. Right. Being a stout, yeah. you typically expect the, a little higher... Unless you're Guinness. Um, Guinness. Then you're like 4%, maybe. One of the lightest beers you can get. Yeah. Guinness used to scare me just because of the color. Yeah, that's, you know, that's what stouts do. Do they now? Yeah. This really has a nice, um, almost like a, you know, chocolatey look, the color of it. I don't taste any chocolate. I I do get a lot of roasty Mm -hmm. um, coffee flavor, though, which is really nice. It kind of drinks almost like if you had a, uh, like a coconut milk latte or something like that. Yeah, it's yes, really smooth. It's it not overwhelming in any flavor. It's not bitter. It's like a nice balance between sweet and, you know, dark and roasty. And it's good. And a little bit of Light. coconut flair. A little flair. It goes down very smooth. Yes. Just like Tennessee whiskey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's very appropriate that you, you got a stout, Nick, because wouldn't you know that today, November 4th, 2021, is the 10-year anniversary of International Stout Day. Oh, Get out of town. 
Get out of town. How, what a coincidence. Okay. What Almost as if I planned it. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I did plan it. Wow. <laughs> so what is, what is, is, is Stout Day, Nick? Well, uh, the history of Stout Day, International Stout Day, as you said, it goes back um, a decade. Um, so it's the first Thursday of November, which is, um, you know, always a nice time of year to, I think, to kind of like jump into what we might call stout season. Now we, we probably drink stouts all year round. Not as much in the summer, but mm-hmm. this time of year, I think it just really calls for a nice, dark, roasty, yeah. warm beer to sip on. Um, this Hopfly beer would be a good summer stout. It would, actually. And that's yeah. you know, that's a good example of how stouts don't always have to be seasonal. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think, you know, we've talked about in previous episodes how, um, you know, a lot of breweries will sort of brew and produce based on the time of year and you know we're getting close to the time of year when everyone releases you know their barrel aged stouts mm-hmm. um you know we're gonna get you know imperial stouts are very popular right now it's i think oh yeah it's just a lot easier to to warm up to that kind of beer when it's cold outside oh yeah exactly it's at the time of those high abv beers Oof. to warm because yeah. you do actually get a physical warming sensation it when does. you have a lot of alcohol going your cheeks will get red yeah yep. Exactly. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a day to celebrate this style, um, which goes back to the 1700s. Um, so we're, you know, we're sitting at about almost uh, four centuries of, of stouts. And, um, I like know, it's, it. Um, it's interesting because you don't always think about, I guess, that style. I, I would have guessed if, you know, if you if you had made me just on the spot guess when stouts came about. I, I would have thought of it more of a, a recent development in beer. Mm. Um, just because, you know, you, you look at some of the classic styles and a lot of them don't have those like, um, roasted Robust mul- flavors. Yeah. yeah. They're meant to be like, Miles they're meant to be like nourishing areas. and like, mm-hmm. you know, light and easy to drink. Um, and not to say stouts can't be, but, uh, I definitely think they lend themselves to being more of a, a slow sipping. Oh yeah. Beverage, so yeah. And we talked about porters in episode. Porters. Jeez, what episode? Help me, help me. Like five or six, but... uh, Porters in Portland yep. was episode number... Maybe four, actually. Yeah, something, something like that. Hang on. Actually, episode three. Episode three. three, Porters in Portland. Actually, a month ago, yeah. We've been doing this for... Yeah, we have, actually, for a little bit. But yeah. stouts are an evolution of the port sti- porter style. You know, basically a bigger, roastier version. I think in that episode, too, we talked, like, what's our difference? You mm-hmm. know, us personally, what do we think difference of... Uh, stout and a porter is but you know basically they're just they're stout they're strong they're beefier than porters beefy beefy beefy. uh yeah and they're they're good i love them they got a lot of flavor to them and Mm -hmm. lots of people i feel like if you're thinking about the big like hype beers you know for a while it was ipas and stuff but now i think a lot of those white whales and hype beers are all of these big barrel aged stouts or like oh, some yeah. fancy kind of stout not nothing like usually that that normal but something barrel aged usually something with some adjunct in it but a lot of people are chasing those and paying hundreds of dollars for oh, a single yeah. bottle of things like that so it's always crazy to see them come out and last year on the website we did a review of the mother earth silent night series they're yep. they're barrel aged stuff so that, that was, was cool. really good. Looking forward to that again this year. Yeah, and we also did a 
Hot Flies, uh, speaking of Hot Flies, yeah. Oh, yeah. We Your did. First Light yeah. um, series. Yeah, four bottles. We did a video review of that. I think that mm-hmm. lives on YouTube. Check us out on Check YouTube. It out. YouTube. I think it's probably got like 10 views. Well, actually, people commented on it. That was that was pretty yeah. cool. Oh, and, uh, and the Bourbon County um, bottles from Goose Island. Yeah, and then that really cool dude on Hot Fly that works there and saw us and was like, hey, I saw your video. Oh, yeah. And he was like stoked that we like he's like you guys drank all those and (laughs) we didn't finish all the bottles because we weren't trying to die but we yeah we we shared yeah of course of course i had some you did have some yeah we saved tried to save some for yeah i do think like you're saying it's one of the reasons i think those like barrel aged stouts are so popular and so sought after is because for one from year to year and from batch to batch and barrel to barrel there there is nuance there is difference because it's nearly impossible to replicate a product that's barrel aged from year to year because the barrel is going to impart different flavors every time. It's not the same as being in a fermenter where the conditions are always consistent. Mm-hmm. So it's always nice to see and track some of those like little small differences in taste. Yeah. 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 And their thing is, uh, you know, the one we had today, there's another thing that's really nice about stouts is that you can kind of vary that style a little bit, just, uh, the base of it or like the, the malt bill a little bit. Um, or some of the adjuncts, like you said, like you can make a you know a nice milk stout, like the one we had today. Add some milk sugar, some lactose. It'll you know kind of give it more of a creamy mouthfeel and a little sweeter flavor. Mm-hmm. Oatmeal stouts are really popular. I really like a good oatmeal stout. Breakfast stouts, I think, are kind of very similar to oatmeal stouts, but um, you can kind of play with the style a little bit too. And there's not oh, just yeah. like a you know a flat recipe for stouts. You can. Uh, Spice up a little bit, you know. Yeah, Have some and fun. if you're talking about beers that you're gonna sell her, sorry to cut you off there, Lorenzo. Uh, stouts are sorry. One of the beers. Didn't see you talking so, there. Oh hey, didn't <laughs> see you talking there. Uh, you really—that's. I mean, if you're gonna sell her a beer or keep it for you know multiple years, you're gonna want to pick a stout. You don't want to do IPAs because hops are volatile; they'll last yeah. too long. Um, and that's when you can really do some of those vertical tastings, like tempted to buy some of the old mother earth silent mm-hmm. nights. So that way we could do a, a vertical tasting this year and, and taste the year to year variations in them. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've got a, a bottle in my pantry still from last year, mm-hmm. an extra bottle of the Noche Silenciosa. <gasps> that one was my favorite of the bunch. I, I also think it was fun because when we did that one in particular from mother earth, um, I think we all kind of had a different favorite out of the yeah, four. Yeah, we did. Um, you know, having your your reserve, your grain reserve. Then they had, what was the third variety? It was something, it was maybe aged in a different barrel. Because they did mm-hmm. Mother Earth barrels, and then they also did, I think, Blanton's for like a... Or did they do Woodford barrels? Woodford. Woodford oh, reserve yeah. barrels, yeah. I can't remember who does what, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, one was aged two years. Right? One was two years, yeah, one the was grand one reserves, year, yeah. and then they did one in the Woodford barrels, yeah. and then they did the... Silencia Noche, which was the Mexican hot Mexican chocolate inspired. Yeah, so it was like cinnamon, oh, some like cocoa nibs, like vanilla, I think. That one's just a pure dessert beer. Very smooth. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, you mentioned Guinness too. So Guinness has been around for a while, right? I mean, there Long might. Time. Yeah, I mean, if you look at uh, you know international breweries, I think they're probably right up there with uh, some of the oldest. And, and And, you know, I think it's really telling that. They, you know, they started by being known for their stouts, and they're still in business as one of the most recognizable names in beer for doing stouts. And 
I'm doing a darn good job, I might say. So did you know mm-hmm. that they were first brewed in the 1940s? Really? So it's actually, yeah, not as old as you. Wait, what? I think. What you talking about? Right. First brewed in the 1940s. This says he started brewing ales in 1759. That was not the classic Guinness. Well, I mean, classic yeah, the, the dry Irish stout version. Mm-hmm. Talking was 1940s. Mm-hmm. Dang. Well, I had read that they were doing it since the 1840s. What? I'd read they were doing it since the 940s. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's my sore sauce. Since 10,000 BC. <laughs> 10,000? Um, I prefer the Imperial Stouts. Yeah, is that your favorite style? If you had to pick a, a stout go-to? I mean, I really do enjoy it. It's just more rich. Oh, you think you're too good for us? Are you, the, you're an imperialist? I don't. I don't want to hang around mm, with You're you an imperialist trying to set up colonies and... uh going to join the Imperial... March of Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah, the Empire. That's what the I was Empire, trying to say. I was yeah, trying to make it Star Wars, but I uh, screwed it up by saying Imperial. I shouldn't try to make Star Wars references. I'm not really that sharp on them. Yeah, I think I if I were if I'm reaching for a stout, I really do like a good uh, good barrel aged stout. Mm. You know, either Imperial or not. I don't think it needs to be necessarily. I have to be in a mood for center. But. Yeah. I mean, I, just, I love a Guinness. I like a nice dry Irish stout. I think I would probably take, I don't know, I got to be in a certain mindset and mood to have an imperial stout usually, so it's a good. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely one of those, you're not, you know, you're not going to the brewery and crushing a few imperial stouts and driving home. And I think that's why I, I'm not someone that really needs to sit down and like crush three or four things i'd rather have something that i know i like and i'm fine with a one and done yeah yeah <laughs> well look at you stouts are just so varying yeah well and the other thing is um you know your nitros are almost always going to be a you know some kind of dry stout something like that um, which i really do like a good nitro as well mm-hmm. just that nice smooth creamy mouthfeel yeah there's a little bit harder to find these days. I don't think a lot of breweries are messing around with with nitros, but um, when you find them, you gotta stock up. I think one of my favorites was uh, actually was featured in one of the first LC picks. I think was the uh, the White Russian Nitro Stout oh, yeah. from uh, Left Hand in Colorado. Oh, yeah. um, That's an interesting one. It really is. Not your typical color for a stout. And... Yeah, it's like a. Is it a white Russian? Is it a blonde stout? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it was a white Russian. Nice. It's actually just a white Russian. <laughs> <laughs> just in a can. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is the 10th anniversary of International Stout Day. It was actually started by a beer writer. Really? Aaron Peters, a.k.a. the beer goddess. And it's only been 10 years. It's funny that as long as stouts have been out, that they just started an International Stout Day 10 years ago. Yeah, and I, I don't know if that's like a testament to beer culture, but I don't know because I Are feel like palates just expanding and perhaps. Yeah, they went to the orthodontist. They got a palate expander, and now they're looking <laughs> for 
Hey, I had one stuff. of those as a kid, and you had a little cr- take your little key, and then it had and to then get you were cranked. like, "I've unlocked stouts. I'm unlocked stouts now. Stouts. I've unlocked them. Level thirty. Yeah, maybe that. I mean, because I and it may just be also this like new craze with having an a national or international day for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like more and more. It's like almost every day of the week, you could probably be like, "Hey, it's international." Uh, Vacuum day, so better go home and you know go upstairs and vacuum the the den. It's actually a thing. Oh yeah, tomorrow's I'm, international I'm sure. vacuum day. Why don't you <laughs> oh good, I'm glad you would love to celebrate. Oh yeah, Lauren, actually today is also a national fetch Nick a beer from the beer fridge day. Yeah. Um, so if you can just do that when you get just, a chance, yeah, just get on that. I almost well, forgot. I will recall. It's the first. It was Thursday. international. Lauren cooked you guys dinner day. So. Oh yeah, that's mm. true. Just saying, fajitas were really good. Just a nice saying. little uh, precursor to the podcast. Fajitas, fajitas, fajitas. Gotta get some fajitas. But no, I mean, really, if you, I mean, if you look, I think there's actually some website where you can look up. You know, the the goofy oh yeah, the day of, of everything. Yeah, there's. I mean, everything has a day. Yeah, and beer itself. I mean, there's like National Beer Day, International Beer Day, National Drink Beer Day. National Can Beer Day, like National International IPA Look Day. Look at a beer day. Oh yeah, I mean, honestly, if we if we wanted to, we could just uh, celebrate beer virtually every day, and we yeah, kind of do. In case you're wondering, today is National Deviled Egg Day as well. Uh, is it? Oh wait, actually, that's on November second. I was looking in the past. Wow, I'm confused. Oh jeez. Just kidding. Also, today's negative National Candy Day. <laughs> Oh, funny because you know we just so, had Halloween. Yeah, yeah. You could get a Snickers stout and uh, you know eat some candy. Ooh, a Snickers stout, interesting. It's also National Chicken Lady Day. <laughs> Chicken Lady? Yeah, I'm not quite sure what that's about. Let's what see. Uh, businesswoman and motivational speaker, Doctor Martina Martinia Dupree. Interesting. It's also a use your common sense day, so I'd say common sense tells you to drink a nice stout today. Well, and maybe get some chicken for Chicken Lady. I probably should have known that before now because I have not used any common sense today. Oh, I'm thirsty again. Yeah, I think I'm ready for LC's pick of the week. All right. I was born ready for LC's. Pick of the week. Maybe. Gotta get some clean glasses. We don't want any cross contamination. Yeah, we don't uh, after last repeat. time we learned that. Rinse it, rinse it, rinse it. I was it. just gonna get new glasses because uh, I was gonna be lazy. You gonna go to the optometrist? Yep. My glasses. Oh yeah, while she's doing that, why don't I tell a fun little anecdote from my Halloween anecdote? You of course were there. So Lauren thought it would be hilarious to see how many times she could get me to <laughs> Take on and off my glasses. If you don't know me by appearance, I, I wear glasses daily. Uh, I don't have contacts. Well, I'm such a commitment to my character that Cousin Eddie doesn't wear glasses, so I was trying not to wear my glasses throughout the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it really mattered, but I took it very seriously. So I would have them off at times, but then my vision is impaired, so I'd slip them back on for a bit. And then Lauren would say, hey, Nick, uh, Cousin Eddie doesn't wear glasses. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, you're right. So I'd take them off. And then, for some reason or another, she would convince me, like, oh, put your glasses back on. You can't see. So then I would put them back on. Then 10 minutes later, she was like, 
uh, why do you have your glasses on, Nick? It's not what Cousin Eddie wears. And this went on throughout the a couple hours of the night. Unbeknownst to me, this is a, an elaborate plan that Lauren's like, How, I think I think I can do this at least, I don't know, 10, 15 times. Yeah. Uh, you and Jen really uh, pulled a number on me, so. Yeah. Um, gotcha. I can't believe you. It's funny. You were really amused I Actually, I was a little amused myself and a little disappointed that I didn't catch on sooner. But. I know. It's just because I'm such a, I have a trustworthy face. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Are you cracking your beer? Don't hold it too close now. Ooh. Beautiful. Right. Close your eyes. All right. They're closed. Well, it's International Stout Day. I wonder if Lauren got another stout. Oh, that's a nice pour, I heard. Vigorous. And this one's not on your leg. Not on my leg. Yeah, last <laughs> week it was all on my leg. Beggars can't be. I think because she was trying to hold it like in the microphone. I'm going to get inside the microphone. You want to really let the listeners taste it. <laughs> taste it. I'm holding out my hand. Taste Place the glass within it. Firmly grasp it. Ooh, I have a stemmed glass. Oh. That was kind of awkward to grab with my eyes closed. I was like, where do I... Where do I... Oh, okay, so we... Interesting. Much different than the last one. Yeah. Wow. Almost smells kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, kind of a little bit of like a... Uh, like a fruity funk? I don't know. Yeah, it's like... It's gonna sound weird, but it kind of smells like a, uh, like a little pimento that you would pull out of a green olive. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> the, the weirdest description, but it definitely does. It does smell a little olivey. I mean, yeah, olive, it's like green olive. Yeah. Um. Which, it, and I don't know how I would describe the smell of olives. It's, it's like a briny, yeah, funky, oily. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, it's definitely got a lot of funk character to it. I just don't know. Almost a little like coffee too. Kind of a little astringent or like sharp on the nose too on a deep inhale. Yeah. How old is this beer? <laughs> is it very old? Is this a trick beer? Um, keep your eyes closed. Okay. <laughs> is this a trick beer? Is this a trick beer? I mean as in like you're getting us with another another gag or something like the bush heavy. It doesn't no. taste like it smells. <laughs> oh gosh! What's that evil laugh for? Uh, it's um, not a trick beer. Is it expired or something? I mean, it's probably not the freshest beer. That's why I got two because. Does it have a can to date? It does. When was it? I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> Is it from the the 2020s? No, it's not, I'm assuming. <laughs> Where did we get this beer? When, what year was it canned? 2019. I knew it. Oh, gosh. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that uh, this beer's a little spoiled. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, it? I, I mean, I just smell, it, it just, it's sweet. Like, it's sweet and ends with a little bit of, like, bitter astringency. It has almost like a smooth, low carbonation mouthfeel, but it's also on the thin side. 
I'm trying to guess what this was before mm-hmm. before it was two years old. Um, is this a left hand beer? It's not. Just it's knowing a what we had. North Carolina beer. Mm-hmm. Which fridge did you get this out of? Um, upstairs. So North Carolina. You guys might want to do a little inventory on your upstairs fridge. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, I mean, just not for nothing. Um, what do you? I mean, is it possible this was a? Uh, I'm not looking for beer. Is it possible this is like maybe uh It does have um it's a little off from what it normally tastes like. Okay. North Carolina beer. Definitely has like a in a can. Almost like a bit It's actually of, a little more sweet now than um Yeah, that's I mean it's like we it's like sweet. And what it usually is you've had this before? Mm-hmm. Hmm. What region of really North Carolina is it from? Western. I actually really enjoy this beer. It's got a little, a little bit of like chocolate to it, but like. Okay. This isn't one of those high wires, is it? Is it? Is it? Is this a high wire 1040? It is. Ah, <laughs> that beer has been in there forever. 10W40. Yeah, but I really do enjoy this beer. I was um, scoping the fridge for snouts in honor. Wow, yeah, that one's old. And you know why? I think because I was like not the biggest fan of it when I first got it. I really like it. So much that you didn't drink it for two years, Lauren? Okay, this is the thing. (laughs) Well, we needed to use it. (laughs) So we're doing doing a favor for your fridge. And this this clears room for new beer. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, we were able to tell it was old. (laughs) Do you guys want to do my second beer pick of the week? We could do that. I think we could do that. Do I want to finish this first? Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't have to. If you don't Can we check to. the date on that other one? Um, that's a date. Are you sure about that? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Is that date this decade? Yeah. Elsie's been uh, kind of slagging on her pick of the week and just grabbing stuff out of the fridge. <laughs> hey. She hasn't gone pick. to Jarvis Street Bottle Shop. <laughs> well, <I laughs> Should have gone to Jarvis Street, Lauren. I might um, pick out a new Oh, place. geez. How many glasses are we going to dirty tonight? All of them. I like you're gonna wash them. Oh, yeah, because it's National Lorna's Dishes Day. Yeah, Lorna already did the dishes. Day. See, oh, wait, this is We're keeping a running tally. International Stout Day, Diwali, Chicken Lady Day, Candy right. Day. Close your eyes. Chicken, closed. Chicken Lady Day. Chicken Lady. Oh, it's glugging out of a bottle. I can tell that. And I saw it was in a bottle, but it was. I was about to say. <laughs> and it helped that I saw it, but. But you put like stickers over top so we couldn't see what it was, right? Correct. Yeah. So I didn't want you to see the label. Maximum effort. One for you. One for me. Oh, I've got in my hand. I can feel a muffin top pint glass. Likewise. Just grabbing a hold of some. Oh my top. goodness, Joe! This is way different. <laughs> Banana right off the bat. Yeah, that is almost like the runts banana candy or like banana laffy taffy. Yeah, it's super strong. This is interesting. It's like banana extract or something. Super sweet. Smelling smells like banana bread. Interesting. When was the bottle? <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. This is definitely in date. I already okay. looked at that. All right. I already saw that. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm, it does. It smells like a lot of banana nut bread on my nose. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I, I think it's important you pointed out banana nut because I, I almost do think it has a bit of a nutty smell, like a like chopped 
walnuts or something like that, maybe. Ooh, I tasted it. Super sweet. Uh, almost, but like an alcohol sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's alcoholic. It does have alcohol in it. Fruity. Would you like to um, guess the alcohol content? Sure. 11.3%. I'm going to say 10.6. I have to double check, but I'm pretty sure, Joe, you're really close. Oh, dang. Like I'm like a hydrometer over here, you know? Yeah. Just kidding. That was way off on the other one. <laughs> Um, eleven point eight. Mm. Ooh, dang! Yeah, it's off a half a percent. So, my first sip up front, I do get that banana bread that we talked about, but then it finishes on a completely different note. Yeah, it does. Mm. Because later I get a little bit of like chocolate. Yeah, Yeah, it's like Mm -hmm. it's like chocolate chip banana nut bread. Oh man! You gonna make some of that? No, but I do heard you that November report was also that day. Katie, who used to make me chocolate chip banana bread. What is this was, memory lane? Yeah, it was so good. I miss her and her banana bread. Just miss her for the banana bread. No, she gave me her banana bread recipe. Does she even listen to the podcast? I don't know. We'll find out. You could shout her out. I don't think she does because when I look at the heat map, <gasps> the old hmm. Nantucket doesn't come up. Nantucket. Once yeah. we had a man from there once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Interesting character. Uh, this has a really nice uh, kind of slightly viscous mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. Like it's n- not really thick-bodied or heavy-bodied. It's just got a bit of a... Like it coats the mouth, I think, really well. Yeah, it's a little syrupy. Yeah, a little sticky. A little sticky. Kind of similar to... Uh... Like Hershey syrup. <laughs> a little thinner, though. That's really thick. Maybe off-brand yeah. chocolate syrup. <laughs> I don't like her- Hershey syrup. Hershey syrup? Hershey syrup. You want to get some Hershey syrup? I think almost the longer I drink this or the more I'm tasting it, I'm getting less and less of that banana bread, though. Yeah, it tastes less banana than it smells, but it's super... It's definitely chocolatey on them. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Not as much like roast or char though for me. It's pretty sweet. Is this my bottle of Young's Double Chocolate Stout? <gasps> no, that's upstairs. I didn't. Know oh, that. I was gonna say that also tastes different than this. I'm looking at it now. It's dark. Yeah, no, it's no real surprise roasty. there. It's black. It's got a nice tan head. Yeah, and kind of a ooh nice persistent ring of it too. Black and tan. When was the last time you had a black and tan? What oh gosh, um, remember that time you tried to order one from? That bar downtown, and they yeah, literally just like pour. They got like a weird bucket, and then poured two beers into it, and it was. What is a black and tan? A black and tan is a layered beverage where you take like a Guinness, like a stout, and then you do like a a bass ale or something like that on top. And it actually, it's separated. So you actually see the difference in color, yeah, contrast, different densities. They, they have spoons you can use to like yeah, pour it, so yeah. that it doesn't like. It's so, a layered you know, drink. Immerse itself. Similar to a snake bite, which is cider and beer. Yes, I've had a snake bite in uh, in Omaha. Um, I think the last time I had a black and tan was either at that same bar where I my my cousin had a a snake bite. But I also went uh, with a couple of friends to this like Irish pub restaurant, like mm-hmm. an Irish gastro pub, very traditional Irish like menu and everything. 
And so they do, they know how to do stuff there. Like, like a black and tan is like, you know, they're legit about it. Um, and that was really, really good. Ooh, Irish. Got some, some listeners from Ireland. Shout out. Top of the morning to you. If you're listening in the morning, that is. Yeah, yeah. Top of the evening I to you. I think Dublin, to be specific, as far as the map says, unless somebody's using a VPN and duping me, but I think it's real cool that there's somebody that says they're in, that says they're in Dublin. Uh, you know, Brussels is lighting up. We've got some people in. Oh gosh, I don't even know how to say this. Mönchengladbach, Germany. Really? But now that you didn't know how to pronounce that. Yeah, now they quit because (laughs) you have lost their following. And that's the end of the game. And then also somebody in Frankfurt. Frankfurt, Germany. Yeah, but it's it's cool. I I mean, if you're out there, much love. Thanks for listening. Peace be with you. Thanks for listening. And also with you. And also with you. I'm now getting at the very end here of my my little taster glass. Um. Kind of some like some dark fruit. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah. Almost like some like chocolate and cherry in there. Yeah, that's what it, it's kind of that's oh. and that's the thing. I think that's where that banana ends up. At first, it's like that chocolate banana nut bread. Then it yeah. gets really chocolatey and sweet, and then it's like uh, uh what do they call them? Cordial cherries, where yeah. they're like chocolatey and got like that cream yeah, stuff rich. on them. Yeah, those were always a little bit too much for me. I didn't really like them, but what an evolution though from the beginning of the yeah until now. So, Lauren, this is a stout. Okay. I'm going to guess it's, it's a, an imperial probably, stout. Yeah. Is it? That's what I'm going to say. Is it barrel-aged, by chance? It is barrel-aged. And I wonder if that's going to... It's a barrel-aged imperial stout. From who? Boulevard Brewing Company. Oh, Boulevard. Boulevard. Kansas City. Mm. Yes. Don't worry, it says enjoy by December 2021, so... Oh yeah, we are well within. We are our... barely within. Well within. Um, it is still before December. Kansas City, misery. Yeah, this is quite tasty. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Whiskey barrel, barrel aged stout, eleven point eight percent alcohol by volume, thirty-two international bittering units. Bittering. Do they have units. any more information? No, they don't. But pretty tasty. Pretty good. I like how they have an enjoy by date. That's that's cool. Yeah. Well, maybe if the other can had an enjoy by date, I would have followed it. We would have still ignored it and then <laughs> had it way too late. But yeah, nice pick, Lauren. Yeah, I thought this one was tasty. Very, very tasty. Mm-hmm. Whiskey brown. <gasps> Since 1989? That was such a good year. Why is it such a mm-hmm. good year, Lauren? Very better years. It was the year that I entered this world. Wow. After being dropped off by the spaceship. <laughs> wow. And she's proof that there are no signs of intelligent life out there. <laughs> exactly. Oh, bam. Wow, that was Dang, you want to get some ice for that burn? Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it later for that one. That was, that was pretty rough. Wow, Nick. Wow. I know, we, we've made such progress, Lauren. And now I just, for you. you just cut me deep. Fajitas. Deep. She made me fajitas, and I go and throw that burn out there. That. I know. That's what that's what I do in return. Sick burn. A, I'm a piece of work. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, that kind of wraps us up. So, what did you guys learn today? That there are a lot of different types of stouts. Um, stouts should be enjoyed by um, 
the time referenced on their cans. So probably two years later is not a good time to enjoy it. It may taste a little off. <laughs> I think it would be, depending on what kind of stout it is, if it's a big enough stout, you could age it for a couple of years. It was an imperial stout. Yeah, but that's just like a 1040. That's not a... And I'm sure the canning, like, it in a can, does it age differently than if it was in a... Um... Bottle? Yeah. No? I would say no. Because cans are lined with an non-reactive plastic mm. lining so it shouldn't in theory but usually you think of aging things that come in bottles but i think that's just something that's a little bit more usually things that come in bottles are already aged to some degree like this you know? one yeah barrel aged yeah and it's, I, you know a lot of the uh so to speak like you know the barrel aged stouts that come in bottles some places do you know, an additional year bottle condition which is yeah always interesting too that's why i'm kind of curious what will happen with that uh let it mellow out no no mm-hmm. see how a year in the bottle will uh affect it affect it but um yeah yeah i learned um about the founder of well the the, the starter or founder however you want to call it of international beer day aaron peters um fascinating it seems like it kind of was just more of a uh it's like a word of mouth thing kind of just like uh how all good trends start it's just somebody gets the ball rolling and um, and it's relative youth. I mean, 10 years. Meanwhile, Stouts have been around for centuries. So thanks a lot, Aaron Peters, because now I have one more day of the month of November, which is also a great month. Oh, yeah, it is a really good month. Yeah. I mean, Thanksgiving. Are, yeah, exactly. Thanks. Mm-hmm. No, no other holidays. Cool yeah, nothing else. Born in November. No nothing else other holidays yeah. occur in Really cool people November. born in November. Mm-hmm. Can't think of a single one off the top of my head. Debatable. Actually, Sally Field. Sally. I share a birthday with Sally Field. Ooh. I'm proud to do it. And Emma Stone. You know who I share a birthday with? Who's that? Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Interesting. Yep. Like when we were in KFC. Do you know another Colonel? Is Sanders? there another Colonel Sanders? <laughs> well, I'm just, He's I'm the gonna... Colonel. Sanders. <laughs> well, there probably is another Colonel Sanders. But like... <laughs> This, we're talking about non-military Colonel Sanders. We don't know that. Actually, was he? The, I don't even know. All I know is that in uh, middle school, for one of my classes, we had to do like a thing where we had to dress up like somebody, a famous person that shared our birthday, <laughs> and we had to do like a monologue about them or something, and I had Colonel Sanders, best Colonel Sanders, was on my, and I was like, I have to be him, so. You were the white suit and everything? Wore a white suit. <laughs> That's so good. Fake white hair. Did your mom get a photo of this? Because I need to see. No, I don't think so. Because I think we use like the the wardrobe stuff we had for like the plays and whatnot. Well, that could have been good. No. But yeah. Well. That seems just like a distant memory. Distant memory. But yes, Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders, my boy, born on Joe's birthday. Uh, and I say that I learned today. Um, that is, that November fourth is uh, National Chicken Lady Day. <laughs> <laughs> Motivational speaking er- yeah, speaker and chicken, chicken lady. Chicken lady. Bark, bark. Bark, 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 bark. Well, that wraps us up for another episode of Secondary Fermentation presented by East Carolina Beer and Brewing, your favorite beer website and Instagram account at East Carolina Beer. Website eastcarolinabeer.com. Uh, Twitter, East Beer. And 
we're also on Facebook if you search Carolina Beer Brewery. Well, soon be called Meta, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, whenever oh, yeah. that rollout takes place. That's uh, so meta. <laughs> so meta. Wait, what? You didn't want to lose? What We've news? got some work to tell Lauren after this is over. Well, Lauren learned today. Oh, no. And Facebook is now being rebranded as well. Well, thanks for listening in, and uh, enjoy.